Welcome to another episode of the No Ceilings Podcast. I am Tyler Metcalf, joined as always by Tyler Rucker. Rucker, we finally have some finality in, in the draft order. We have some certainty. Um, draft lottery has come and gone. Congratulations, Spurs fans. How are we doing? I'm really, really excited for this one because obviously, you know, we have some answers. We, we finally got realization. Congratulations to Spurs Nation. But we also have a damn order. And, um, you know, it's been a spicy topic, Metcalf, on the World Wide Web, on the line lately. So what better way than, you know, you threw around some ideas for this episode. And I said, to hell with that. I want to get down <laughs> to business. Like, I've, I've got some battles to score. So I'm really excited for this one. I feel like all the, the gloves are off. If you're here for a good time, you're in for it. We're, we're going to get weird with this one. And me, me and Metcalf are going to are going to have some fun. So how are you doing, sir? Oh, fantastic. You know, the, just the Internet being the Internet, super rational, reading things exactly how they were typed. Um, you know, just perfect all around. Um, no, no one's in their feelings from any fan base. Uh, we love you all. Yes. Uh, but, you know, it, it, it's mock draft season. We finally have an order. We can forget all of these random tankathon spins. And, uh, you know, longtime listeners are going to be kind of a little more familiar with this segment. But we're doing a mock draft peer review. Um, I know we did uh, one with Corey and Albert. The other day, right after the lottery happened, it was a little reactionary. We were kind of firing all over the place. And for this one, we are we each constructed our own mock draft. So our 1 through 30 picks, we're going to run through them like five at a time, uh, say what we liked, what we didn't like with each other's picks, all that good stuff. But we kind of wanted to, now that we have an order, kind of get our own individual thoughts out there. I think this is probably one of my favorite exercises that we do because um, me and you both get to kind of critique each other. And I, I messaged you earlier. I was like, I love my mock draft. Like, I, I'm really excited about this one. We don't, me and Metcalf don't share our results until we're on the air. And, um, you know, we're, we're not shy about telling each other like you're crazy. And it's funny because now as Metcalf's hinting, we've had the diehards come on in here. Um, you know, the diehards have been following us all year. Now the new ones that are really excited for it are like, what are you guys talking about? What are you thinking? It's like, okay, we've been mocking some names the entire year, but just because we shifted them up in the post lottery, you know, I mean, we were drunk with emotion in that episode. <laughs> like we were just so excited to be here. So I was like, okay, like obviously in that format, when you're going one by one, you know, usually at no ceilings, we do the consensus war room and, it takes a full it day. Gets, oh my gosh, it's three it's hours of just madness. And we all, you know, we can't stand each other by the end, but it's like those are very heated this time of the year. So um, our next one will be that. But this one I'm really excited for because I love, I love my mock. I'm, I think I got some surprises that even the no ceilings crew will be a little confused by. Some, you know, on the draft community might be like, whoa, Rucker, what's going on with you? But I think Metcalf also is really good at this. So I'm excited to hear your picks. All right. And then after um, after we go through our first round mocks, uh, we're going to finish up the episode by finally updating the draft stock game. Uh, we'll get through all the rules and all that stuff for anyone, for any new listeners. We'll get to it once we get there. But before we do that, let's take our very first break. Okay, and we're back. So, Rucker, um, obviously, let's just go five picks at a time. Uh So, one through five, we have Spurs, 
Hornets, Trailblazers, Rockets, Pistons. Who'd you have? I got. Do you want me to just rattle off five, or do you want to go one by one? Just, um, let's just go go through all five at a time. Okay. So I had Victor at one to the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets at two. Drum rolls, please. I had Scoot Henderson. I'm sticking with my guns. Three, Portland. I've got Brandon Miller. Four to the Houston Rockets. Here we go, folks. I've got Amen Thompson. Shocker. I know. Everyone at No Ceilings is going, Rucker, what did you do? You made a deal with the devil. And then five to the Detroit Pistons. I've got Jairus Walker. Let me okay, hear it, McCaff. Let me hate, hear your five. That. Um, I know you will. I know, <laughs> but I love this. I'm telling you, I feel good. So Okay, so my top three were the same. And my top five picks were actually chalk with my boards top five, uh, which is kind of boring. But um, Spurs, Victor, Hornets, Scoot, uh, Trailblazers, Brandon Miller, Rockets, Jairus Walker, Pistons, Cam Whitmore. Um, let's go ahead. Go the first ahead. overall pick is obvious. Yes, it's, it's done. Congrats, Spurs yes. fans. We're done talking about you for the next three months. Um, the it's gonna be fascinating to see what happens at, with Charlotte. Um, I have to I have to comment on the Spurs. They had their GM on today, and the panel was also. I love ESPN does a good job with coverage. Whatever, mm-hmm. um, whatever ESPN. <laughs> One, stop showing the interviews instead of the games. Everyone's watching the the combine because um, from TV because we want to watch the games. Stop showing. I don't care about seeing everyone's face. Like we can listen to them, but let me watch the games. Uh, two. They're interviewing the Spurs GM today and basically trying to get him to just flat out say they're taking Victor nonstop. And he did such a good job of being like, I'm not talking about that. Like, if you know anything about our organization and locker room, like that question ends there. And I just was laughing hysterically. I was like, stop trying to make fetch happen. Let the guy breathe. Um, Okay, moving on Two, yeah, I'm still there with Scoop. I, I, I know there's some Gavoni stuff on the internet today. And I think this is smoke season. So everyone be careful, take everything with a grain of salt. There's the combine. There's a lot of smoke there. There's a lot of smoke, you know, leaking around the, the, the league right now. Like everything is buzz. And this is where this is our, you know, our Super Bowl right now is because this is the time of the year where everything starts buzzing. You start, talking to your connections and everything going on. And um, I understand Brent. We've talked about it. I understand if Brandon Miller goes too. I understand yeah. also if Scoot still goes too. Yeah. And I, I think just from a pure fit standpoint, um, I think Brandon Miller would be the easier fit. I, I think it yep. would be a little clunkier with Scoot. Um, more thought about it. Um, I, I had a, you know, I, I sent it out into the ether that I, would still take scoot um, and explore the idea of trading LaMelo ball uh, because I don't think it's going to be a seamless fit. Hornets fans obviously took that super rationally, um, which it happens. Right. Um, But when I say that, I'm not saying, Hey, here's LaMelo ball. Give me two second round picks and we're going to call it a day. No, it's you you try it out. And if it doesn't go smoothly, if things aren't going the way you want it to, if LaMelo ball isn't, really experiencing any major growth or kind of reverse back into kind of some of his ball hog tendencies. Um, Cause he's a world-class playmaker, all of that. Um, but I think you could get a buck ton back for him. If you, if you put him on the market, I think the offers would be insane. And then the pieces that would come in for that would really help kickstart 
the whole rebuild. That's the hypothetical I was exploring. And I think Scoot is that good where you at the very least try it. Yeah, it, it, this I I have to admit I was laughing at some of the comments coming from the hive. You know, you're, <laughs> I never mess with bees, especially hornets, and and you really were shaking up a hornet's nest. So I was like, Metcalf, God bless your heart. You know, made a lot of new friends. Yeah, it, a lot of new friends, new friends on the way. And I understand hornets fans. I understand every passionate fan base. That's you yeah. know, you're passionate about your guy. I, I exactly. get it. And but I don't think you're wrong with what you said. And it, the funniest thing was someone calling you out and was like. No one watch. I'm convinced no one watches the Hornets unless they're on NBA TV. And it's just like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Like, of course, we're watching basketball and and just, you know, get off your high horse. I know the mellow ball's been playing off the ball a little bit, but this is the the exact point that Metcalf's bringing is if you invest in Scoot Henderson at two, if you're drafting him, you're probably thinking he has a shot to have a higher ceiling than LaMelo ball. And then you're probably saying this might be able to work with both of them and they might be able to play off each other. And if it doesn't work, you're probably not going to get rid of the guy you just drafted. That's younger. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to have to look to see if you can move LaMelo. And of course like you're right on. You're not moving him for pennies on the dollar. You'd be right. trying to, you know, get a, a King's ransom for it. We're talking about it too much. It's it's one of those things where like, no, I don't think they're going to trade LaMelo, but it's just, you have Agreed. to entertain this stuff. Like, if they took Scoot, yeah, they might be thinking of that down the road. NBA organizations are not making a pick for right now. They're making a pick for three years, five years down the road, second contracts, et cetera. So, yeah, and it's it's more so I think that highly of Scoot. I think, yes. he, I, I, I think he's the love child of Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook, um, even though that'd probably be a pretty unhappy marriage, but I digress. Um, the, the, and they're going to the bigger... take Brandon Miller now. We all know it. I mean, we got heated for nothing and they're going to take Brandon Miller and it's just, everyone calm down. You know, it's May. And according to Gavoni today, he, he was saying um, on Zach Lowe's podcast that it's near consensus thinking around the league, or at least in the gym um, at the combine this week that Charlotte is leaning towards Brandon Miller. And that makes a ton of sense as a fit with LaMelo ball, the offensive versatility, the shooting, uh, the floor spacing, the positional size, that's really, really exciting. I would still take the swing on Scoot. I think he's exactly what you want your franchise player to be, um, which you know makes the, the the pick at three for the Trailblazers even that more fascinating. Um, I think if Brandon Miller falls there, easy pick. You run to the podium with it unless a massive trade comes through. If Scoot falls there, that's where things, I think, get really, really, really interesting because there have been a lot of reports that Portland is kind of eagerly shopping that pick and looking to ma- continue to maximize this Damian Lillard timeline. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you one team that's hoping that Gavoni's report of the consensus is Brandon Miller is going to is true, and that is Portland Trailblazers front office. Because if that's true, they are going to be ringing a tornado siren of whoever wants Scoot, you come get them. You, all you got to do is make us an offer. And that's going to get the attention of a lot of teams around the league. And, and Portland's going to be wanting a big, a big piece in return for the right to get a potential franchise point guard. And we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, I, I mean, let's come on. I'm ready for you to yell at me about my fourth pick. I I'm sort of understanding why. Um, I'm not trying to just 
throw a curveball and try to be like, oh, the I want the Thompson mm-hmm. hive to be on my I kind of get it if you're not going like I love Jarris. Jarris is fourth on my board. If Houston's like, no, we need to get a playmaker to make this engine run. Um and if you're buying into Udoka being able to unlock some defensive tools and the coaching and the development, then I'm like, maybe Thompson does make some sense there. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. I, I mean, I went through everyone. I was like, does Whitmore make sense here? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. And then I was like, I think Thompson could be worth the swing there. So I know it's early. I have him at seven. I'm on my board still, Metcalf. Don't don't yell at me. You know, I put my no, first no, public no. big board on the line, and then I felt really bold doing that. And then got plenty of people calling me crazy, which I was like, this is fun. I should be <laughs> doing this. I, that's a compliment. So um, does it make sense to you? Uh, a, thousand, you having... a thousand percent. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, I, I have... I'm not going to give a ranking on him, but um, I have him a little lower. And I'm a little lower on... Amen. I acknowledge that his ceiling is astronomical, like all yeah. NBA level. I think he could be insane. Uh, he would immediately give Houston the most athletic backcourt with him and Jalen Green. Uh, the the pace they could play at, the kind of rim pressure, the scoring versatility. There's a lot to get really, really excited about. And taking that home run swing at the point guard position, because that's a spot where I think you can give Amen the ball and allow him to run the offense, give him that on-ball responsibility that I think he really needs and may not necessarily get in 90% of other scenarios. So from a standpoint of what do I think is likely to happen if the top three go the way that we had it, I, I think Amen Thompson's, I I would put money on that being the pick. I, I think it makes a ton of sense. The positional size, the playmaking, the athleticism, um, and, you know, with Udoka, the hope is, the hope would obviously be that you can pull some of those defensive flashes that Thompson showed out into sustained stretches of really high-level defense. Um, I think we both think he has that in there, whether or not he can sustain it and really clean up a lot of the lapses that he showed at OTE. That's an entirely different question, but Udoka and his staff may be the ones to do that. Right on. Um, you had so top five. You had uh, Detroit. Who did you have? You had Whitmore. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So that, I got, that was. Uh, his, who, I got who, Jarris there. Jarris makes sense. I like that fit a lot. Um, and no, Detroit Pistons fans. He's not Isaiah Stewart. Um, he's he's much better. I love beef stew, but he is much much better. Um. So yeah. Okay. We'll we'll speed up because we went. We had the Lamelo yeah, Ball I mean, hour, which I was not ready for. Five. Yeah, um, so uh, give me your give me your six through ten. Okay, at six with the Magic, I had Anthony Black. Uh, seven Pacers, Taylor Hendricks. Eight Wizards, Amen Thompson. Nine Jazz, Kaysen Wallace. Ten Maver- Mavericks, Asar Thompson. Okay, okay. And I really like that five. That's about the only five pick stretch that I'm a big fan of. I got six through ten, and I've got a name. I got a couple of new names, and I'm really proud of this. How this turned out too. So I'm excited for you to hear this. At six, I've got a Sar Thompson. Seven, I've got Cam Whitmore to the Indiana Pacers. Eight to the Washington Wizards, I've got Anthony Black. Nine to the Utah Jazz, I have Keontae George. And ten to the Dallas Mavericks, I have Taylor Hendricks. Here's my thing. I like where you put Taylor Hendricks. I think we we kind of sprinkled that thought on the last draft stream, the post lottery stream. Mm -hmm. 
And every since or ever since we've talked about it, I keep staring at Indiana and I'm like, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. But you know, with how I had Amen Thompson going for to Houston, um, I think Whitmore makes some sense in Indiana too. Yeah. But I and- also could see Whitmore not going there and Hendricks going with Whitmore on the board. Cause I think that fit makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, I'm, if Whitmore wasn't off my board already, I, I think his fit in Indiana makes a ton of sense because everything we like about Whitmore is what he does in an individual basis. Like his individual scoring, his individual rim pressure, his individual, you know, pull up shooting, his individual on ball defense. It's all awesome. It's all the more kind of team concept stuff with the utter lack of ball movement. Um, you know, he, he is a really good cutter, um, but the, the lapses in team defense, it's more that stuff where it gets a little shaky for him. Um, you know, that's why I'm not worried about him going to the Pistons because he has guys like Ivy and Kate Cunningham to kind of take on that creation role for him. Uh, with the Pacers, Tyrese Halliburton doing the same thing with Rick, Rick Carlisle, who will get him or force him to learn those team concepts on both ends of the floor. So I, I, I think that fit makes a ton of sense for him. Uh, with Hendricks, size, length, shooting, I mean, he would just feast with what Tyrese Halliburton would set up for him. Um, I, I thought it was kind of interesting that we had the similar approach with the, or who did you have going to the wizards? Anthony black, Anthony black and Adam and Thompson. So giving them kind of that jumbo dynamic playmaking point guard uh, with major shooting concerns. But I, 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 I'm a fan that we didn't just put case and Wallace there, even though it makes a lot of sense. I've been putting case in there a lot. And then I started just thinking, I was like, this is and the I time of the year where I interviewed him just for what it's worth. And, and, and this is the time of the year. I, I have to put this disclaimer out. Like everyone, we get a lot of diehard NBA fans that, that, you know, understandably they're, they're paying close attention now. Um, they haven't been with us all year for, thank you guys for joining us now. We love you, but we've been, we've been projecting a lot of the same crap all year. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that we know everything, but this is the point of the year where we're like, okay, let's try to think outside the box. Let's try to throw another name in there that might, you need to educate yourself on where it's like, Hey, it, the board might look at these three names and it feel like when we put the other name in this time of the year, it's everyone's like, what are you talking about? It's, it's gotta be case and Wallace. It's been that way all year. And I'm like, but it might not be, there's always a curveball on draft yeah. night. So I Anthony Black, I think it makes sense him and Casey going to Washington because Anthony Black, I think defense plus size, Casey Wallace, great defender, a little bit smaller, but combo guard. I think he's got a safer floor, and um, that makes a lot of sense to me. So, who'd you have at Utah? You had Casey going there, yeah. Now, I had I had Keontae going there, and I felt like that one I hadn't really sprinkled in before. It kind of makes some sense to me. I thought about that. I was just, I'm higher on Keontae than these other two guys, but I thought there'd be a little too much kind of archetypal overlap with Colin Sexton, Jordan Clarkson. And I I thought Cason Wallace would be just that stabilizing, consistent presence on both ends of the floor that that backcourt kind of needs. Even though I, I know Jordan Clarkson has really emerged as a much better, you know, quote unquote point guard, but he's still a gunner at heart. There are still some inconsistencies, and I, I think Kaysen would provide a lot of defense to that backcourt as well. I, I love Kaysen going there. I think that makes a lot of sense in the world. I just kind of also am trying to pivot to another route of, 
Yeah. Maybe this is a bucket getter. Um, I still think Keontae, like, I thought Keontae was going to be a name that could go on a tear um, in the pre-draft process. And then obviously that video from Gavoni of him working out at his pro day in front of executives. I was like, whoa, Keontae. Cause I saw him in Vegas in person and, and I, I was shocked. I talked about this earlier in the year and I was shocked how bulky he was. Like he, I was like, he's got some serious, like I think Baylor's website had him listed around like 193, 195. And I was like, there's no way he looks like he's no. 210 stocky. Like, and it wasn't bad, like fat. It was just like, he's built. And, um, seeing that video of him and I don't take too much into pre-draft videos or workout videos, workout season hashtag. But I was like, he looks like he lost a bunch of weight. And then Scott drew today on the um, combine was getting interviewed. And he's like, he was two twenty five in high school, which I was like, I believe that after seeing him. And then he's like, he's two Oh one right now. And I was like, Whoa. And, And Scott was just like, you know, that's hats off to him. He's been working his butt off. So he looked much springier. He looked very bouncy in that video. And I was like, okay, if that's something else and you got a little bit more quickness, that's going to help out a lot. So I think Keontae's going to have a shot to start buzzing again. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely in my top 10. Uh, he was one of two guys who fell out of my top 10 based on my personal board. Um, is him and Kobe Bufkin. I thought about Kobe Bufkin at nine to the Jazz. I thought about him at 10 to the Mavericks. But with Jane Hardy, who knows what's happening with Kyrie Irving I thought there'd be a lot of that overlap and not sure how they would necessarily you know I really like them playing next to Luca but in terms of pathway to minutes and you know upside if he really hits that's why I went Asar Thompson with you know his, the, the team defense is insane with him uh took real steps as a shooter good cutter good passer um who did you have at 10 I had Taylor Hendricks which I think s- s- similar reasons Probably the latest he can go. I still yeah. think he somehow is going before 10. Um, it would make a lot of sense for me if Oklahoma City tries to get ahead of Dallas, if if Taylor Hendricks has fallen. And I'm not reporting anything. I'm just saying that connection makes a lot of sense. Um, so I don't know. I, I mean, it's interesting. And for everyone watching on YouTube, I'll post-edit this, and we'll, we'll make a tracker of me and Metcalf's um picks as we go by so it doesn't get a little too confusing to follow along but um okay let's get uh unless you got anything else hit me with your you want to go just finish off the lottery and then i could post um do that do you want me to stop at 14 or just yeah just stop at 14 and then for every i'll post you know there we go okay um so 11 with the magic i have jordan hawkins the thunder judd howard uh raptors keontae george pelicans kobe buffkin Okay, every single Thunder fan's gonna start flipping a desk because they were. I got DMs that Thunder fans were pissed off about me saying Jet Howard on the Post Lotto show. Well, I love it. Metcalf sticking with his boy. Okay, I mean, so I mean, 11. I'm sorry. I li- I like guys who are six eight can shoot the shit out of the ball and are really smart <laughs> passers and good off ball movers. I, it's that, okay. It's that okay. That one's on me. That's it's my okay. fault, guys. I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. I'm finishing out my lottery. Here we go. I got 11. I got Jordan Hawkins to the Orlando Magic. God bless you, Metcalf. Um, 12 to the OKC Thunder. I've got Mr. Grady Dick. Toronto Raptors. I've got Kobe Bufkin. New Orleans Pelicans. I have Kaysen Wallace, which will be an absolute robbery. I'm going to throw the lotteries up on the screen right now. Everyone can see it. Thoughts, comments. What do you got? Sorry, who did you have at 13 and 14? 13, Kobe Bufkin. 
to the Raptors. 14, I had Kaysen Wallace, Perfect. which would hurt me with that slip. But then I would be like, wow, New Orleans got another one. I get it. I know they have Dyson Daniels. They'll play together in the backcourt and be a tower or the, you know. Well, and, the, and that, that team needs dungeon. a national point guard. And what? That team actually needs a point guard, like a real point guard. Uh, we Dyson Daniels, Kaysen Wallace, Herb Jones, the Temple of Doom. Thank you. Offensive rating of 82. That's um, fine. That's fine. <laughs> um, okay. No. So circling back to the Thunder, because I, I think there are some really interesting routes they could go. Um, I think we covered Jordan Hawkins a ton on the post lottery. Yeah. Show. That's my, Low maintenance softball shooter. Yes. Awesome. Awesome fit. Um, I think Judd Howard and Grady Dick would kind of make some sense there too. But I think Hawkins is a much better on ball defender. Moving on. Thunder. Uh, what do they like? They like positional size. They like high field guys. So what's the argument against Jet? The defense? I think so. I think um, I think here's the thing with Jet. I, I love this. Let's do this. I I think he's going to be an absolute stud. Um, the, all the doubts and questions are so weird to me. Like watching his film, I, I've gone back and watched him as much as anyone, and I'm just like, what? Why? Like, what is going on? What am I not seeing? And I mean, I go. What's the the Iowa game? And he's just going ballistic. Was that Iowa, or am I thinking of? No, who's he playing? He went crazy against someone. Um, I Iowa. Don't remember off the top of my head. Sorry, everyone. It's either at Iowa or at Minnesota. He was on the road or something. Like that. Yeah, but I feel game like he, against Minnesota. Yeah, that might have been it. I'm sorry. Hutchfino was again at Iowa on the road when he went nuts, and I was talking about Hutchfino earlier today. Okay, sorry. He did drop 34 at Iowa. Okay, maybe I am thinking of that. Where he, I feel like he had a sequence against Iowa where I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, there's some creation that I've been waiting to see. Guy's been playing was playing through injuries um, on two ankles that were banged up. A movement like, shooter really messed up. Yeah, like, imagine someone being like, "Run a mile," and your foot's you've had two sprained ankles. Probably not going to run a six minute mile. Great analogy. Um, I just think Jet is going to be a highway robbery. And we're always forgetting, like, he's 6'9". So every Thunder fan's come at me and been like, why Jet Howard there? I'm like, well, let's talk about it. Because you got Grady Dick, you got Shea, you've got um, J-Dub. Josh Giddy. What? You you said Grady Dick. Oh, gosh, dang it. I'm too fired up. Okay, I got Josh (laughs) Giddy. Um, I saw his thing in the player treatment today, too. So that was awesome. You white, you Ben Affleck. Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) SGA, let's, let's... just bear with me, SGA, and then J Dub, friend of the program. What if you just install, installed a really smart six nine sharpshooter to play alongside those guys? Oh, and the big guy, Chet Holmgren. I mean, all of a sudden you have spacing galore. You have catch and shoot weapons. You'd be a disaster to deal with. So I, I, I don't understand why. Like the Thunder have so much good stuff going for them. And they have so many offensive weapons potentially that are going to just be unlocked. I think the next part of this roster to really get things cooking is you need a lethal sharpshooter. And I think if Jordan Hawkins, Grady Dick, Jet Howard are on the board, you got to grab one of them. That would be one. Just get one of them. And it wouldn't shock me if they fall in love with Jordan Hawkins and they try to go up to get Jordan Hawkins as much as I just said with Hendricks. Because that's the next wrinkle to make that team cook. Yep. Like they I know J Dub can shoot. I know SGA's 
an all-star type of player. I love him. I know Giddy is is just the you know the Wizard of Oz. I know how great Chet is. You got now get a scary shooter, and I think Jet has the potential to be that guy. I mean, you're gonna bring him in there and just be like, just catch and shoot. And he's six eight, six nine. So there you go. There's my vent. Yeah, and, and I put Grady Dick because I feel the exact same way. I just think Grady Dick. His team defense might be a little bit better, Metcalf. I'm not trying to slander your boy. No, I, I, I think, also his, think his cutting. Lot, I think his team be, def- yeah. defense is a lot better um, than Jets. Um, but his I, cutting I, his off ball stuff. I just think there might be. It might come down to like interviews or who performed better, like that. So it's it's one of those. Yeah, and I defensively, I think Grady Dick definitely showed a lot more. He had incredible hands, a really smart off ball defender with his you know rotations and all that stuff. Uh, he'll get targeted on ball. Um, but so will Jet, and Jet's yeah. off-ball defense was brutal. I think Jet has way more upside offensively, um, just the the different ways that he was able to run off screens and then create for himself and others out of that. I thought he was a really, really high-level pass, high level passer, especially for his position. Um, so, yeah, I, I think either of those guys there makes a ton of sense. Uh, I flirted with the idea of going Kobe Bufkin to the Raptors again, like I did on the lottery mock wanted to mix it up a little um i love him there i i I think i love him i have him at 10 on my personal board i think he's that i I would almost be surprised at this point if he doesn't end up going lottery um i think someone tweeted out the other day that him and hunter dickinson's at rim finishing numbers were the same Son of a, I wanted to, (laughs) I wanted to call out, um, the person from, oh gosh, dang it. I have to find it. Cause I got to give credit. It was, it was someone that always talks to us and interacts. And I, whoever's listening, I literally sent it to the group and everyone was like, oh my goodness. And I was just like, unbelievable. This is the tweet of the day. Um, so I might have to let Metcalf talk for a while. Yeah. And so so Drew, Drew Johnson, shout shout out out Drew Johnson. Unbelievable. And, um, it just made me proud. Um, at Drew can't hoop. So a couple underscores under there. But Drew, uh, that was unbelievable. I literally was just like, yes, that's that's fantastic. So I love Kobe Bufkin. I think Toronto is a great fit. Yeah, and I, so ju- just for the record, Kobe Bufkin shot 71% at the rim this year. And based on Synergy's shot quality matrix, he scored 0.29 points more per possession uh, than he was expected to. He's an insane at written finisher. The shot looks gorgeous. He can defend. Um, love it. All right, uh, let's move on to. Does 50. he make sense to Dallas if Taylor Hendricks isn't there? I thought about it there. Um, sorry, sorry. It'll be sorry. interesting. I. Does he make it, sense to Utah at nine? So, if, <laughs> if I, here we go. Welcome to Does He Make Sense? Um. <laughs> I kind of like the idea of Dallas letting Kyrie walk and bringing in Kobe Bufkin and playing a Kobe Bufkin or uh, Jaden Hardy, Jesus, and uh, Luca on the perimeter. I think that'd be fun. Um, They'd probably give up 8,000 points a game, but they'd be fun. Figure it out. Um, Okay. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Give me your 15 through 20. 15 to the Atlanta Hawks. I have Bryce Sensabaugh. Yeah, there we go. Utah Jazz at 16. I have Jet Howard. 17 to the Los Angeles Lakers. I have Colby Jones. 18 to the Miami Heat. I have Gregory GG Jackson. 
19 to the Golden State Warriors. I have Jalen Hood Shafino and 20 to the Houston Rockets via the Clippers. I have Derek Lively a second. Hit me, Metcalf. What do you got? Okay. Um, 15 to the Hawks. I have Grady Dick. Ooh. The Jazz, I have Bilal Kulabali. The Lakers, I have Jalen Hood Shafino. The Heat, Bryce Sensabaugh. The Warriors, Colby Jones. And the Rockets, Nick Smith. Um, where do you want to go? I like your version a lot too. Grady Dick at Atlanta would be nice. Um, Kulabale at 16 makes a lot of sense. Um, oof. The sensible to the Heat just makes me want to punch something because as a Celtics fan, the Heat just gave me like 10 years of PTSD watching game one. So, of course, that'd make a lot of sense if Sensible went there. Um, <laughs> Gosh, that he plays so hard. So, yeah, that would make a lot of sense. I can't wait to do – maybe we need to just do a, cult, a piece of, like, who needs the Miami Heat culture in the draft class. That would be fun. Um, I like it. Uh, who would you have it to the Warriors? Uh, Kobe Jones. Yeah, that's a great pick for Warriors. I had him at the Lakers, the 17. Yeah, I feel like I, I was crying while sense, writing yeah. his name in. Yeah, <laughs> I was just bawling. But I think that makes a lot of sense. I like I like where you're at. Um, I don't know. Do you want to do the Nick Smith hour or here's in a my second. in a second? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's okay. Okay. You. You. you let, hey, let, I'm just here for fun. Just <laughs> what do you want to go? Well, let's talk Kulabali and Sensabaugh for a, a minute first. Um, so Kulabali, both of you and I have warmed up on him a ton. Um, a couple people at No Ceilings have a lottery grade on him. It wouldn't surprise me if he goes in the lottery. Do you think? This is kind of the right range. Do you think he goes earlier, later? Is he being overhyped? Where, where are you at um, a couple of weeks removed after we did his breakdown? Um, I, 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 you know, I've been giving some crap to Nathan and I love Nathan. He's my guy, but he's I just think fun Nathan, to rile up. No, Nathan, Nathan works his ass off. I understand it. So um, I, I think Nathan's on to the right path. I think there's going to be someone that jumps all over Kulabale when it comes to his stock. And I, I just went on um, the Locked On Fantasy podcast with with Josh Lloyd. Shout out Josh. And he wanted me to talk about Kulabale. And he's like, you're cooler on him than everyone. I was like, I'm not, it's not that I'm cooler. I'm just not there with him as like a in my lottery on my big board. And everyone remember this. Just because I have him later does not mean I don't think he could go lottery. It's like NBA teams might jump all over that because of the upside um i just have him later and i i think where you have him is probably you know if utah took him there i'd be like that's a good pick because multiple first round picks team that's going to be trying to develop i they overachieved last year they're going to be probably in for a reality check and sorry jazz fans i'm just saying like this is usually how it happens you you shock the world and then you come back down to earth a little bit I think getting a, a potential guy that if Koulibaly was in next year's class, he's probably easily a top 10 pick. Yeah. You're getting him a year early. I would bring him in and develop him. So I think pre-draft. Nice. Yeah. Pre-draft. There you go. Gosh, we got to get a different term, but <laughs> at, at 16, I think I, I love that for them. Um, you know, I'm just trying to pull, I love my haul for Utah. Like, I mean, my first two picks, I got him Keontae and Jed Howard. So I feel like jazz fans would be doing backflips. I 
I love how we took a very different approach where you went yeah. real offensive heavy and I went Case and Wallace and Koulibaly and just beefed up their length and defense. Um, I just said, hey, really like we got Walker Kessler. Let's just let's just score some damn exactly. points. Let's get some bucket. <laughs> who needs who needs defense? We got Walker down there. Walker, Texas Ranger. Um, um, I, I like that we both had Kobe going to teams that want to compete and win now uh, because that's exactly who we think he is. Uh, really high field player, can do a bit of everything at a really high level. And I think both of you and I really buy the shooting improvements that he showed this year. Um, I love him. I, 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 there's another guy I think could go earlier than where we have yeah. projected. Talk to me about Sensible. Um, so I, I, I've moved him up to 18 on my board reluctantly. Um, proud of you. It's tough. We've gone shooter. to a lot of AA meetings to talk about this, you know, and, and it's, it's been tough, you know. Hi, I'm Tyler and I'm a, Hi, I'm Tyler, and I'm Sensible. Um, it's tough because it, it, I understand. Everyone knows it's been a running joke this year. It's been fun to talk about it because I get it. I like him. He, I just have not been like, oh, he's a top ten guy in my book. I'm like, no. If I got him late lottery, I'd be pretty pumped up. Um, I think I moved him up to about seventeen. So I, I had him going fifteen here. A, a, a shocker. Another guy I have lower on my board that I have projected earlier. Like it, I. I think it's going to, I want him to go to a later team because I think he's going to be a better player. Like yeah. there's nothing wrong with me saying that. Like, um, so I don't know. I, I, I'm a fan. I get it. I think he's going to, he looks like he's in great shape. Not trying to say that I check out men, but you know, I'm just saying he looks like he's in great shape. He, he's been working his butt. Yeah, up. he has been. Um, my concern with that is that that's what all these guys are doing right now where they're getting in the absolute quote unquote best shape of their life. They're training for these very specific drills. Um, can he sustain that shape? I hope so. Right. If he right. does awesome. Willie in Miami. Absolutely. If he doesn't, he's gone. Uh, so I love that fit there for him. Um, I think offensively he would help kind of diversify their offense, give them another shot maker. I know they're shooting the shit out of the ball right now, but how many on those, how many guys on that team have done that all year? Not that many. Um, and then I know there have been flashes of the passing. I, I'm i not buying him as a real passer at this point. Um, but if he can, and, you know, again, in that system where they drag every ounce of talent and potential out of their guys, that would be the best place in my eyes for him to really develop that skill to just be a connective passer, even not, not even a playmaker defensively is where I, I just, I can't move him higher. Um, I know some people um, on, you know, on, on across the country and at no ceilings by the defense long-term. I think he is an abject disaster on that end of the floor. And some of the off ball stuff has been truly atrocious. He makes up for some of it with his rebounding. He's an awesome rebounder, but if he's ever going to figure out how to defend, I think Miami would be the best spot. So, yeah. I, I mean, I go, I'm going to Atlanta, and I know Atlanta's roster is just all over the place. Like, I like Sadiq Bay still. They traded for Sadiq. So, like, is it maybe that's confusing? But all of a sudden, like, I, I just also think Sensible is going to get to a point where some teams are just like, we need offense. He can shoot the crap out of the ball. Easy transition. Yeah. Um, so, um, oh, go ahead. What else you got? Uh, nothing. You want to move on to 21 through 25? Yeah, let's do it. Go for it. Um, 21, 
Brooklyn Nets via the Suns. I've got Maxwell Lewis, 22 to the Brooklyn Nets, their original pick. I have James Najee, absolutely love. Portland Trailblazers at 23. I've got Rayan Rupert. Sacramento Kings at 24. I've got Chris Murray. Yes, light the beam. Murray Brothers Unite. And 25 to the Memphis Grizzlies. I've got Brandon Pajemski. AirPods, baby. Okay. Um, at 21 to the Nets, I have Najee. Uh, 22 to the Nets, I have Chris Murray. To the Trailblazers, I have Derek Lively. Uh, to the Kings, I have Leonard Miller. And to the Grizzlies, I have Derek Whitehead. Ooh, I liked Lively to the Blazers. That's a nice little. That's He'll nice be a great backup play. for Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you. This I... is why I love you sometimes because <laughs> yesterday you just were catching strays from Hornets fans. And then today I feel like you just woke up and chose violence with your own fan base <laughs> where you're just like, let's start some stuff with the, t- the Timberwolves. And for everyone that's new here, Metcalf never does this stuff. So it's like, <laughs> oh gosh, you're really feeling the heat of just feeling spicy. I feel it's spicy lately. That's the time of the year. Um, Chris Murray is a name right now. I'm struggling because I feel like he's going to go earlier than I've been projecting him. Same. Najee. Still love him. I really think he goes top 25. I do too. Minimum. I do too. For everyone that's listening, I've been told people around the league feel that way. Um, Pajemski. This is not me overreacting to his combine scrimmages. So let's calm down. I think this is something good. He's looked fantastic. This is just something that I think is in that wheelhouse for a team like Memphis would jump all over it, especially with what's going on behind the scenes. Um, So, yeah, the one name I'm struggling with right now is I am struggling with Rain Rupert because I think he's going to go early, and I don't know where it is because I think someone's – I think he has fans in front offices – and um yeah i'm going off some stuff i heard earlier in the year but i'm also just it makes a lot of sense that he'd be an upside swing i just am trying to find it out who it is maybe it's brooklyn with one of those picks i don't know maybe it's utah you you really never know go ahead yeah no i i agree with you um i i couldn't quite get repair into my first round and i know that's gonna be wrong i know he's gonna go top 30 minimum um, incredible defender and guys with that defense, that motor, that length, that potential. Um, they, there's always just too much intrigue around them for them to fall too far. So I, I think that range makes a lot of sense. It wouldn't surprise me if he goes in the teens. I like that fit for him, uh, especially, you know, covering up some of the defensive stuff for Dame and Simons and playing him alongside Brandon Miller and Jeremy Grant. That's a lot of length. That's a lot of defense. That's a lot of fun. So I, I, I don't hate it. I just went Derek Lively there. I was tempted to put Lively earlier to the Nets, but I just love Najee in that in that fit. Um, so I just kind of had to do it, I, even though I have them ranked, kind of flipped in rankings on my board. I get it. I get it. I, I, I still think Sacramento's in a really good spot to get a really good wing, and I, I really do think there's a chance Chris Murray's there. So I just mm-hmm. love that idea of it, and um, man, it, it's unbelievable the names from about 16 to 25 
that I could just move all over the place. And then you get from 25 to 30 and I'm like, I could have five guys that are in my second round round right now go in that range. It's just crazy. So, um, yeah, I I basically had everyone in my top 40 in that 18 to 30 range at least once today. Um, yeah. So that's how I I moved. I moved like four guys. I I, I also want to move a couple now. It's just crazy, but um, things are going to get a little clearer as, as you know, the next couple of weeks and months go, go ahead. What do you got? Um, okay. Let's move on to 26 through 30. Unless you had anything. Left no, 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 no. I'm good. I'm good. Cool. All right. Uh, 26 to the Pacers. I had Max Lewis to the Hornets. I had Julian Strother to the jazz. I had Gigi Jackson to the Pacers. I had Trace Jackson Davis and to the Clippers. I had Brandon Podjemski. Good AirPods and both first rounds. 26 to the Indiana Pacers. I had Bilal Kulabale. Yes. I'm Ooh, sorry, Nathan. Fun. 27 to the Charlotte Hornets. I had Derek Whitehead. 28 to the Utah Jazz. I had Nick Smith Jr. 29 to the Indiana Pacers. I had Leonard Miller. Yes, Leonard Miller fans. I know I have them too low. Just relax. Let me warm up to that. And then 30 to the Los Angeles Clippers. I had Marcus Sasser. Ooh, that's fun. I like that fit. Yeah, um, I, I, the, the Leonard Miller, I'm going to admit it right now. The Leonard Miller one's still struggling with me. Um, I posted a big board. I told everyone I'm knocking on the door of like trying to move Leonard into my top 30. I said on the line, I said, just because he's not in my top 30 does not mean I don't think he's a first rounder. I know I have him right at 29, but like I got on the air with you before and I was like, it's like I need to find somewhere higher that I think Leonard Miller is going to go. And no, I do not think it's 12 to Oklahoma city. So please leave me alone with that. Um, Real quick. I could not hate that fit more. Yeah, I hit it. I hit it. Um, I, I Brooklyn, maybe, um, Miami, maybe I, I, I he, he's going top 20 and I don't LA Lakers. Eh? Maybe I almost just got in trouble saying something, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll save that for off. the air. Yeah. Tell me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I texted warriors, you already. um, warriors, maybe, like that's my problem is I run I through every one of them and I'm like, I don't know one? if the Warriors what? I don't hate that. Golden what... State, I don't hate given what they've also... done with the undersized guys and kind of being able to scale them up. Uh shout out my Kevon Looney comp. Um I just also see them going, I don't know. I also think they're gonna have a different front office executive making those decisions next year. So I don't know. He's going top 20. He's going in the teens. I and I I agree. I can't figure it out. Maybe the Raptors is the very earliest I could oh, see, gosh. but I feel like they have eight versions of him already. Yeah, no. Stay like, away. How, how how would he get minutes over Precious Precious Achua or Chris Boucher even right now? Um Pelicans, I Utah like 16, that. maybe. maybe? But I just the lack of spacing with him and Kessler, unless Kessler's figured out that shot that he's wanted to. Um, that's your bench piece. You just bring off, and he's your rebounding, and you play him with Markinen, and Markinen spaces the floor, and it's Leonard Miller going. 
I just don't know. Like every team, I'm like, ah, maybe I don't know. Like uh, Atlanta, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it, it, the idea of it makes sense so many places, but I'm just like, who? Yeah, like, who? Like who's buying in? Houston at twenty? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyways, let's get well, on. What about that. the Pistons really, at five? No, I'm kidding. No, stop I'm kidding. It. I, I really like them. I, I just, the the NBA fit, I am just struggling to see the roster. That's like, there's, we're all in on it. Yeah. We're all in on it working. Um, And that's my only thing. And everyone thinks I'm not, I don't like them. It's not that. I'm just trying to figure out the plan for Leonard Miller. Like, I feel like draft night, it's going to be like a huge sigh of relief because I'm going to be like, okay, makes some sense. Like I, Miami at 18, maybe. Maybe it's like him and Bam. You're playing them together. You, they make him play really hard. He's physical, high motor. Yeah. Makes some sense to me. Yeah. Now I want to switch my draft. I, I'm just saying, <laughs> no, but I, I also like Gigi going there because I feel like, you know. Yeah, I, I think Gigi's going to be one of the f- most fascinating storylines of draft night um i have him at 28 go or going 28 to the jazz and i absolutely hate it like he should be going way higher um did everyone hear that did everyone just hear that he's going i hate him going to the jazz he should be going way higher calm down this is tough this is a tough year i'm gonna tell everyone right now this is a really tough year (laughs) like i i I have Leonard Miller going 29 to the Pacers. I have Gigi Jackson going 18. So me and you are basically in the same boat where I, I'm right now. I'm like, I could switch that. And I'd hate where Gigi is. So. Yeah. Like I, I thought about him to the heat. I love that spot for him. I lo- thought about him to the nets, but you know, I, I didn't think they would necessarily want to take two kind of home run swings between Najee and Jackson. And I thought Najee would be able to help out a little more quickly um, in a major area of need. And maybe the Kings, but I, I don't know. It, it it's tough. That that eighteen to thirty range is absolutely brutal for me. Yeah, it it, it gets challenging. All right. Um, anything all right. anything else on this? No, I, I I think this is. You know, do you have anyone that you didn't project maybe right outside that um struggling with? Um. So I. I have a Dembona at 23. I didn't have him going in my first round. Uh, Sasser and Turquavion just fell out. I was tempted to put, I almost put Julian Phillips in there a couple times. Um, just missed out. City, Repair, um, Bobby Clintman. I think a name to keep an eye on. Bobby's got some, got some smoke going. Very up. interesting that he late. Late withdrawal from the scrimmages, let's just say. The moment he was a late withdrawal, that was like, oh, you just the doctor or, you know, the the evil like recline in the chair and just like, hmm. Yeah, no. Like, so, so, so we did this last year with like Max Christie and Caleb yes. Houston when they did it. So potential Bobby spots. What, what are we thinking? Well, here's the thing is I think everyone's going to automatically assume, oh, it's a first round. And I, I don't think that's necessarily always true. Could just I be think a guaranteed contract. Yes, and and I think you, Which you can get the to second, the point. It's a, a year earlier to free agency. Yes, um, and I think the new CBA has more 
benefit for second rounders this year. I might have to check on that for the next episode, but I think there's, it's like almost like a better thing for the second round picks now. Cause I think teams can give you like a contract. Is, is that like an, an attempt to uh, deter some of the second round shenanigans with agents and forcing their guys to probably, like probably or something. Austin Reeves. Yeah. Or you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think they're whatever. Uh, but I know Bobby Marks even mentioned it today, and I was like, oh, gosh, I got to read the CBA and look at that. But I think okay. now second rounders is, is kind of a better thing. And, and I wonder if we're going to see more desired second round picks this year when it comes to like teams not just trying to stash. Like they might be trying to find right. some, some people. And, um, you know, I, I think now if you're if you're a player like Bobby and you're planning on going to the combine and playing, and you get there and you're probably like, Hey, I might be, and I'm just throwing out numbers. I'm not saying this is about Bobby, but you're 45 to 55 and you get there and your agency finds out, you know, you're, ever, you're anywhere from 35 to 40. I think your agent's grabbing you and saying, you're not playing like, yeah. just sit like, cause that way you're like, if you're that range, you feel pretty good about that. Um, and then maybe you get a promise, but it, it's like, if you go play, then you could all of a sudden just go down fast where you walk in there and you're like, Whoa, okay. Um, a couple good workouts that might be heating up a little bit more. So I, I think, I think it was smart because everyone's not full. Like th there's going to be some teams that have been like, well, we've been watching him. He's got some, some really raw mm -hmm. skills. We'd love to get him a guaranteed contract, let him develop in the G league whatever um but but teams i don't know where are you thinking metcalf what's tickling I mean, your fancy right now as early as the heat I, I like a lot that size that defense that shooting potential um i think that'd be a really really fun fit next to bam um i think the kings make some sense the pacers if they don't go the taylor hendricks route uh makes some sense oh you're not saying that early you're just saying he ends up on a team like that what do you mean? Bobby. No, I'm, I'm just saying like for fit, like and if, oh, if he, you did get a first round promise, like 18 to the heat would be the kind of earliest. I would I imagine you're saying Bobby to the Pacers at seven. And I was no, be like, at I like need a new 26 or 29. Okay, all right. All right. I love you, but I was just going to be like, we need to get you some hope. Um, I mean, the Spurs at one. I mean, you know, pretty. No. <laughs> <laughs> I actually was looking at Spurs at 33 Pacers at 32. Oh, God, a, a lineup OKC of KC at 37, a lineup of him, Victor, Sohan and Vassell would be brutal defensively. I like Bobby a lot. I think he needs. Yeah, he's year. really intriguing. I think he needs a year of G League. Run. Where do you have him on your board? We haven't talked about him at all this year. We could do an episode on Bobby. I can. I, I would have some fun with that. Should we do a Sleeper City episode soon? I think the fans. Would yeah. Like that. Yeah. Sleeper City next week. Sleeper City. Look at us on the air, <laughs> Sleeper City. Okay, that's a first. We've never done that. I feel like you usually we're, we're tell me like Tuesday. Yeah, um, next Thursday, so that'll be fun. I had Bobby in like my mid. Oh gosh, I had him in like my mid forties. Wow, you don't have a draftable grade on him. Yeah, yeah, pretty great. Okay, well, for well, while you figure your things out, I have him at thirty nine, okay. and kind of in that range where thirty nine to. 27 ish it was pretty fluid yeah I, I i mean he's one of those that just 
could skyrocket. Um, I don't know. Uh, let's do that. That'll be a fun episode. Sleeper right. City. That gives cool. me some some good names to talk about because there's also some guys at the combine that I think we need to really talk about too. So we'll do a Sleeper City episode. Cool. Um, do we get after this? Yeah. Let, let, let's get into um, the stock game, but let's take our uh, our final break. Okay, so for, for new listeners, um, Corey does a great job over at NoSealingsNBA.com of tracking the consensus rankings of these guys throughout the year and compiles the consensus big board between No Ceilings and ESPN and The Athletic and a, a bunch of other outlets. And Rucker and I decided to do a stock game on these guys where we took the or we we gave a base price of 100 and then to calculate the stock price for all of these guys it's that base price times their average ranking so victor wampanyama's average ranking is one so his stock price is a hundred dollars doesn't make a whole lot of sense to buy him because you can't make any money off of that um conversely cam whitmore is has an average rating of 7.4 and that uh sorry computer froze um and, and you should be clear we have to be clear for new listeners this was originally from Rosillo, ryan Rosillo, correction correct yeah yeah the, but it's our own spin on stolen it. from his qb yes. stock game where he, so, i think they based it on like qb rating and some other well, stuff i don't need everyone to go crazy about that I, uh, you know, yeah yeah no, we got some we, new listeners so we, like, yes we very publicly else. stole this idea yes um, and we very publicly gave credit to somebody else before stealing this idea so the same thing with the green room yeah, um, I'm not trying to get canceled here. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, so like Cam Whitmore, for example, is his average ranking is 7.4. So his stock price is that base price of 100 divided by 7.4. So we get to 13.51. We all have, we each have a current portfolio of guys. We had a budget of $1,000. Um, Rucker, your current portfolio is, contains Mike Miles, Max Lewis, Bryce Sensabaugh, Julian Strother, Jairus Walker, Keontae George, Colby Jones, Adam Bona, uh, Marcus Sasser, Brandon Podzemski, Imani Bates, and James Naji. And also, once one of us buys a single share of a player, that player is off the board for the other. Did I miss anything? No, I think you're you're spot on. Um, cool. Wait, now I'm looking back at the numbers. Am I actually doing better than you, or am I behind you? Um. Don't worry about it for now. Okay, thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> I just want to win money. Me and Metcalf get a little competitive here yeah. because, um, you know, Metcalf's a finance guy. You know, we have jobs on the side, folks. So I, I want to beat the finance guy. You know, I know it's stock it's market finance, but he's good with – it's not the same thing. I understand that, but you're good with numbers. I want to beat the guy that's good with numbers. Um, and you put these together, and also I'm just competitive. You know, I, I'm taking this personal. Shout out, MJ. But um, no, this has been really fun. It it gets very intense. I feel like it really kicks into another gear when we get on the air to start talking about it. Because um, every time Metcalf puts together the sheet, I'm like, wait, I thought I was doing way better. So it's always <laughs> funny. Um, and half the time we forget who we who we invested in. So yes, a hundred percent. I forget my <laughs> roster. And I'm like, why did I hit pick him? And then I'm just like, why didn't I make more money on him? Um, Okay. I know. I was, I was looking at your your James Najee for a dollar. Oh, and another thing: if they don't make the consensus top uh, fifty or sixty ranking, 
they're considered a penny stock at a dollar. Um, yes, that. So I, I'm pretty pissed about the James Nas you went. Yeah, well, you bought a whole share and made a, you know, you you you're up on him. <laughs> Son of a gun. Um, okay. Okay. Well, let, uh, let, let's uh, first go through kind of selling off. Um, looking at, we, we can start with yours. Do you want to liquidate any of this? Um, yeah, I want. I want. I love them. I still love them. I want my Mike Miles stock gone. <laughs> <laughs> I love them, but I want it all gone. So I bought fifty shares. Uh, you cur- you you originally bought one hundred and fifty for a dollar. Then last time you sold a hundred for a dollar. I'm gonna sell fifty for a dollar. Let's get um, he's Mike. Not on it's here been at all, it's, right. No, it's been a it's been a real fun experience, Mike. But um, you know, scared money don't make money, and right. that money was not scared. But we did not make any money, so <laughs> I need my money back. Um, and and that's fine. You, you, no loss there. Got your hundred. Fifty dollars back. Yeah, we're okay. We, we, you know, we we rolled the dice at the craps table, got even, walked out of there. Um, what else do I want? Are, are are we doing just me pick, or do you want to go one by one? I think it's fun when we go one by one. We or we no. will for buying. If okay, okay, okay. Let, okay. Let, let's okay. for the selling phase. Let's um, just liquidate everything, and then we'll figure it out. I'm gonna keep my. Oh, that's a scary one. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the Max Lewis. Right now, no. Okay. You know what? <sighs> so I'm gonna so sell the, it. I'm gonna sell it. I'm gonna sell it all. I'm gonna sell all of it. All. Okay. Yeah. So you originally bought it for three dollars and thirty eight cents, sixty shares of. Um, his current price is four dollars and thirty one cents. I'm selling it all, Max. I love you, love you, but we we got to make some serious money here, right. and I feel like that might be so leveling of, out. That's a profit of fifty fifty five dollars and ninety two cents. Great. Let's bring it on in. Bring it on in. You know, bring the herd home so then we could push it back out. Okay. Um, sense of all, I'm keeping it. Okay. Um, so you currently have Jarris. 20 shares of that. Just only, I only bought 10 shares of Jerris. Gosh, you wimp, Rucker. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll keep that. What about Strother? Strother... I'm keeping it. How did my only up 50 cents on that price? <laughs> Come on, consensus boards. I'll keep that. Um, oh, gosh. Why am I? What's the red blocks? Uh, those are ones that you already sold off. Okay, good, good, good. Just checking. Um, really proud of my Colby Jones purchase at $299. It's at $405 now. We're good there. Okay, good um bona we're staying good i'm gonna hopefully win the lottery with that um sasser how dare the consensus boards have sasser (laughs) that's that's tough i'm selling my imani bait stock bring it back i had two (laughs) shares bring that back um yikes that that's a that's a tough loss um so you know two shares bought for uh two dollars and 29 cents currently selling at a dollar so he you really tough four dollars and 58 cents on that one um okay so that's all my sales for now um you go ahead metcalf i feel okay. pretty good about that okay. um okay sorry you lost two dollars and 58 cents on imani yeah okay yeah, um okay. so you currently have a remaining budget of four hundred and three dollars and ninety two cents 
Okay, perfect. Um, While you brainstorm, the, the document you sent me isn't upgrading, so I'm going to keep asking you about. Well, how much that's because it's not a, a shared. Awesome, thing. love so, this. Great, just checking um, with you. Thank you, sir. I could share mine, but that would get no, I don't want to do the that. notes I have. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, wow. wow. I have to. No, we have to talk about something real quick. <laughs> There's a name on here. I cannot believe you bought last time. Or actually, I can because it's been a minute since we updated it. But your 75 shares of Baba Miller. I'm, I'm so I'm, proud of you. It's Miller time, baby. That that gets you a full case of Miller Lite because the company's sad. Yeah. So I bought that I the you, first time. I, I bought that the first time around at two dollars and two cents per share. Um, that was before he had played a game. And uh, this is gonna shock everyone. It's now a penny stock. Um, so <laughs> I, I just need that money back. I don't think okay. he's going to get drafted. I'm going to go out on a limb and uh, and say that. So I'm going to sell all $75 of that and eat the loss. Tax write-off. Glorious thing, you know. Um, hope everyone understood the sarcasm that Kev just dropped with saying he wasn't going to get drafted. hope everyone understood that. Please don't <laughs> overreact. Um, you got a good little roster here, okay. so go, go ahead. Okay, yeah, what do you got so next? I lost $76.21 on Baba. Oh, well, I... I got 75 bucks back in the uh, budget. Um, so remaining, I have Jalen Hood Shafino, Judd Howard, Noah Clowney, Ryan Repair, Trace Jackson Davis, Isaiah Wong, Keontae Johnson, Nick Smith, and Kobe Bufkin. All right. I'm looking at Jalen Hood Shafino, who I bought 150 shares of for a dollar. And he is now up to a consensus ranking of 17.3 for $5.78 a share. I don't think he's going higher than that. And yeah. So what, what, what place is he currently in? Cause we have him kind of ranked or no. Uh, yes. Yeah, so and his average ranking right now is 17.3. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, that's a tough one. I don't know if he's going higher than that. And um, the, the final cost will be based on where they actually get drafted. Uh, so the final version will be done after the draft. I, I think I kind of got to sell high here and I'm going to sell all 150 shares at $5 and 78 cents a share and turn a $774 profit on that. Um, and I feel real good about that. Um, next jet Howard bought for seven or six seventy six current. He's dropped some to 637. I think I'm going to hold that long term, and I still think he goes lottery. Um, Noah Clowney, I'm going to sell off my final 10 shares. I don't, it doesn't seem like things have been trending at all with him, good or bad, really. Um, where are you at with Clowney? We haven't talked about him in a while. Um, very low. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'd say the late 40s off the top of my head. Don't quote me. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 it seems like it's another. It seems like it's a while away for me. Him or Bobby Clinton? Hmm. <laughs> I feel like I'm pulling a Roy from um, Ted Lasso. Uh, <laughs> um, probably lean Bobby. Okay. Um. Ryan Repair, I have 25 shares of. He's dropped in the consensus. Still turning a profit. I think I'm going to hold him a little longer. 
Trace Jackson Davis, I'm going to sell. Um, I'm going to sell all 20 shares and take a nice little $11 profit there. Isaiah Wong, he's looked good at the combine things, combine games. I think he's going to end up getting drafted, going to hold that. Uh, I think he's going to get drafted earlier than people think. Not top 30, but I think he's going to get a solid second-round pick. He looks great. Yeah. Uh, Keontae Johnson, um, he's crept in. Here's a penny stock. He's crept into the top 60. I'm going to sell my five shares of him. And Nick Smith has plummeted. And that is not great. Oh, boy. Bobby Marks today saying Isaiah Wong reminds him of Gerald Green just exploded. That was, that's a thing. I was like, Bobby. Bobby, hey, buddy. Hey, easy, Bobby. Okay, so Nick Smith's current average consensus ranking is 12.3. I don't think he's going there. I think he's only going to drop, unfortunately. I'm going to sell my 20 shares of him and think that means I am done. Um, I have 83 shares of Kobe Bufkin who is now up to consensus ranking of 25.6. I think he goes higher. I'm going to hold that. So I currently have a budget of $1,269. Rucker, you have a budget of $403. Um, I am having a debate with myself because I actually might sell one more person. No, I think he'll go up a little bit more. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, you could go first, sir. Oh boy. Um, okay. Um, well, we've just been talking about him. I'm going to purchase. How much money do I have? Uh, $403. Okay. I know what I'm doing right off the bat. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Bobby Clintman. Okay. Good uh, for a dollar. And let's see. Um, how many shares do I want? Well, if I go under, I, I think I'm going to go 150 for now of Bobby Clintman. Um, sorry, just updating things so go ahead um i want i want a 20 shares of jordan hawkins at okay. 467 you said i had three 400 three 403 five? 403 yeah that's a good one jordan hawkins or give me 30 shares. Give me 30 shares. Sorry. 30 sorry. shares. Oh, my sorry, God. Sorry. Sorry. Um, okay. So he's consensus ranking of 21.4. So how? Yeah, that's absurd because I'm, you know, I'm making money there. Hit it, baby. That's money maker. <laughs> I've learned how to use that soundboard, folks. These episodes are going to start getting weird moving forward. Oh, Can't good. Because we, we, we've, we've avoided weird for the most part you well know. i can't wait for the this or that me and mick have been working on it 
Um, oh, actually, I'm going to bump up Bobby Clinton shares to 200. 200 shares, huh? Good for, for you. Two hundred dollars. For you. Um, when does your Bobby Clinton jersey come in the mail? Uh, once he gets selected to the Miami Heat at 18. Um, good, good. Pat Riley approves of that. He's got the <laughs> hair gel to prove it. Okay. Um, do you do you have another or yeah? To go. Um, I want to double my shares bought of Brandon Pajemski. So I want 20 more shares. Okay. He's uh, currently at 257. Okay, so you want another 20 of him? Yeah, is that legal or am I breaking the rules? No, no, you're because good. Of what I just I have bought. to figure out how to. Why don't you just put me down for Pajemski a new section and yeah, the current price he's at? Yeah, we'll keep it simple. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to create a headache. How great of a first game from Pods um, at the Combine? And then... Um, I think he's looked great, Metcalf. He, he's been someone where you've been talking about a lot. I feel like everyone that knows ceilings has been talking about him too. Awesome story coming from Illinois. Um, he's looked great. Yeah, I, thought, I, I haven't thought in the second game he didn't have the biggest numbers, but I think the first game he showed enough of like, okay, this is legit. He 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 finished with a good box score, but I thought he made some fantastic reads, like putting teammates in position to to thrive hitting the hit aheads. Like I, I was really impressed with pods. Yeah. He's definitely a guy that's risen a ton on my board. Um, I was a little skeptical, but he's been impressive. Um, okay. Next up, I'm going to go a hundred shares of Leonard Miller at $3 and 57 cents. Uh, he's currently 28th on consensus. I think we both think he, uh, he goes a little higher than that on draft that night was, based on was, the buzz. Next one. So that's a good one. That was my next one. It's weird how I was going to invest my own hard money in someone I don't like, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a um, hater. Okay. Um, any, or who, who else you got? Um, you have $212 remaining. Uh, $212 remaining. Okay. Where's my value here? Where's my value? Where's my value? Um, oh gosh. Okay. Um, $212. Yep. I want a 50 shares. Of Bilal Kulabali oh, you saw at two sixty a share. Now give my next one. Woo! <laughs> 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 my goodness! I also have to give a shout out. I usually don't care about YouTube comments, but someone gave a great comment, Metcalf, on the uh, Post Lottery Show. They just wrote, "So annoying." Oh. I was like, thanks for watching. Thank you. I love that you commented. I got you to comment. So thank you. Appreciate it. I was like, gosh, I really don't try to be annoying. But the fact that I pissed you off so much, you had to write on the comments. So that's annoying. That's fantastic. It's like, man, you want to hang out? Like, we can go grab a beer. <laughs> uh, I wish I could please everyone, but it's just not possible in life. Yeah. Imagine um, that. Um, okay. I'm going to alter my Leonard Miller shares to. 200 um because i just have so much money to work with it's insane 
Um, you you <laughs> you really screwed me with that below um, pick. I hope everyone listening is just terrified now of the the cash <laughs> register sign, and you're just like, I'm gonna crash if you keep playing it, Rucker. Um, so sorry, I'm I'm, I'm getting the hammers out. Okay. Um, uh, oh wait, no shit, you have him already. Who? Uh, I was gonna go Colby Jones, but obviously you yeah, have him. I like so my roster right that's now. That's a no go. Uh, sorry, brainstorming. I don't love it. No, because I think he's gonna. I don't know if he's going to stay in. It's really ugly now because we got yeah. full rosters and I'm, I'm looking at names. And I'm like, I don't know who's climbing. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, you don't have it. Oh, I could go with a little bit of a blue chip stock. Do I think he goes higher? Oof. Higher than 8.1. I don't think so. Oh gosh. That's a good one. I, I just was oh. looking at that range. That was Anthony black. Yeah. I don't think he's going higher. Or I, I don't think you're making money off that. No, neither do I. But I think I could make a few bucks off Taylor Hendricks. Taylor um, Hendricks is 10.3, but he's for 971 a share for all those listening. So I'm going to do that, and that will be my last. How, how much can I afford? Um, we got to start doing these live on YouTube. I think people would love if we shared the screen and kind of had everyone following along with us. Maybe that's the route we go, Metcalf. That's the route. Um, all right. I will go 35 shares of Taylor Hendricks at 971 a share for a total of 339.81. That leaves me with a remaining budget of $14.93. And I'm going to call it a night. I think that's really bold. I think it's really bold but I'm proud of you for doing it. Um, okay. What do I got left? Hit me with it. Uh, you have $82. If I keep that, that's a steak at a steakhouse, maybe even dessert. Um, problem is, is Leonard Miller was on my watch list. Um, you've got Kobe Bufkin. Who is my sleeper? You know what? I, I'm going to get a guy that you sold, and I'm going to take mm. 20 shares of Andre Jackson at 44 because I think that might be a little bit of a dark horse riser. You know what? No. Scratch. Scratch. Take it. Take that back. Let's you know pause, rewind, delete. Switch that to Jalen Clark. 20 oh, shares. You. Oh, wait. And then I got one more. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Found another good one. Metcalf got all cocky with the, I'm calling it a night. And I'm like, well, that's why, you know. Are you, are you going to be super bold and buy a single share of someone again for a dollar? Yep. Um, <laughs> no, have, what do I got? 40 for? remaining. 40 bucks? Yeah. I want 20 shares of Amari Bailey. At one ninety six a share. Okay, uh, and that Amari's now had a, I will. Amari's had a really, really good combine so far. Really good combine. Good, good for him. See. I love it. He, he was aggressive. He's like, I'm staying in the draft, and I was like, Yes, you are. And then he's he's a great. Love. He's it. really interesting, Metcalf. I watched him in the beginning of the year. His shot looked way different in the end of the year. Really? Like much better. I don't know. Maybe I saw something and it was just fluky or something, but 
I thought beginning of the year was a little bit robotic and kind of huh. feet going different direction or something. And then it looks smoother at the end of the year. Maybe it's just, I don't know. Maybe I yeah. saw something in the game or some whatever. The only other okay. names I was thinking of were Dylan Mitchell, um, who now that he's away from Texas has been allowed to shoot a three-pointer, which is always great to see. Um, and then friend of the program, Dylan Jones, having himself a week. Dylan Mitchell looked, his shot looks so much better. Um, the confidence looks like he's just been, you know, unleashed. Um, Dylan Jones, just awesome. Also, like, he's been taking charges at the combine. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I love that, Dylan. Like, just doing everything. So, rooting for him. We root for every prospect. Um, you know, we'll see. We'll see. But um, what an episode. All-timer. I, ho- I hope everyone had a good time. Um, we'll, we'll keep tinkering. The stock game needs to stay every year. So we'll, we'll try to make it a way where everyone can play it with us. we got to get a graphic. Yeah. We got, we got some ideas for the off season and for, for, for next season, uh, that I think we could incorporate it into. This was a blast Rucker plug away. Um, I've only got one thing to plug, um, for everyone that was following us, um, on the, on the line, the 22nd. The No Ceilings 2023 NBA Draft Guide is going to be released. Um, double the content as last year. We've been working our asses off on it. Um, it's going to be the exact same price as last year. I think it's an absolute steal. Graphics are unbelievable. It, it, we've really been trying to... Our goal is to you know take it up to another level every year. So I'm really pumped for this year. Um We'll be having a plenty of announcements on that on social media, on our website, everywhere. So that's that's all I got to plug. I, I love all of you guys. Um, if you ever want to talk hoops, just send me a message at Tyler underscore Rucker on the internet. If you don't like anything I say, my da- my username is T Metcalf eleven. <laughs> no, but thanks Metcalf and, and have yourself a good weekend. I'm sure we'll be talking plenty about the draft. Absolutely. Um if you guys have really enjoyed what we've given you in terms of written content, written content, uh, podcast, video all year, we try to keep it free. Um, we don't ask for anything, but if you if you have the means, check out the. Please make sure to check out the draft guide. Um, it looks incredible. Corey's done an awesome job with it. We've all put a ton of work in with writing, and Nick's been a fiend with the editing behind the scenes. Um, the art looks incredible. We're really excited about it. We hope you guys enjoy it. Um, and when that does drop, you can find it all um, at noceilingsnba.bigcartel.com along with a whole bunch of merchandise. You can find all of our written work that is 100% free at noceilingsnba.com. Just click that subscribe button while you're there to make sure that you never miss anything that gets published. You can follow us across all socials at No Ceilings NBA and, the, and on YouTube at No Ceilings TV. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe, leave a review, and five-star rating. Till next time, see ya.